All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Matt Vogt, and you know all about us at TLP. We help dentists just like you grow your practices and achieve your goals through practice ownership. I'm here with my friend and client, Dr. Jay Erickson from College Station, Texas. Jay, welcome to the program. Thanks, Matt. How's it going? Good, good, good. So we were just in your practice together in College Station last week when I was down in Houston for our partner retreat, made the trip up there. And it was pretty awesome to see what you've done so far in your startup. Can you tell us a little bit about how things are going? They're going really well. We've been open now for, gosh, I think we're just wrapping up our fifth month. It's been a little bit crazy and been learning all kinds of new things, trying to keep up, but been very enjoyable. I think we've got somewhere around a thousand new patients. So that's uh, something that's really been keeping us going and it's been great. All right. So that what you just said there, I think everybody who's listening to this podcast, their eyes just probably got a little wider <laughs> when you said that, which is awesome. I am so, oh my gosh, I'm so psyched for your success early on here. So tell us, tell us a little bit about that. So you mentioned a thousand new patients in just about five months. Yeah. So I feel very, very blessed to be able to say that, but just to give a little bit of background, so I've, I've been a dentist for a little over 10 years. For various reasons, it's taken me a little while to get into practice ownership. I decided to obviously do that here recently. Now, I, I did practice previously not far from where I am now. I did have a few patients that have reached out and found me from my previous location. But I tell you what, I've listened to y'all's past podcasts and the whole thing about having a great location is so true. We track every single patient that comes in. They always answer how they heard about us. And I can't tell you how many mm -hmm. will put down that, that they either drove by or walked by. And then also a lot of them will put a friend or family member. And so treating everybody the best you possibly can and making it a great experience also can't be understated. And then on top of that, before we got started, we spent quite a bit of time doing some Facebook videos and boosting those, trying to get the word out. And then also, I think a really big that kind of goes along with the, the location is getting your sign up as early and as big as you can. And we had a phone number available as early as we could. And I was answering the phone actually myself for a while and I had a pad of paper I was writing people's info down on before we even had our practice management software set up. So those are some of the, the things that we did. I think we had a, one or 200 people pretty well lined up prior to our opening day. So that really helped just hit the ground running. To kind of give the listeners some, some context, you had actually reached out to me to work together after you had chosen your location. <laughs> yeah. So none of the credit is to me, all credit is to you, obviously, but that is awesome. And I love what you said there. You, you understood or we understood how how important location is like that's the non-negotiable then all those other things that you added in the relationship with the community that you've established your facebook posts and how you're telling the story of your your startup and how you were growing and then your your sign on top of that that you put on on the building i remember they were finalizing the your, your space and we said oh my gosh let's get something up there as soon as possible because of how good your location is and how many eyeballs are on that spot every day. Definitely. Can you tell us to, or tell, tell the listeners a little bit more about the location and how you chose it? Because I think 
that's been one of the biggest keys, obviously, to, to getting the new patient numbers you've, you've had. I agree. And to be honest, the location actually ended up being a little better than I initially had anticipated. It did help that in College Station, Texas A&M University, I went to school there and I lived there for a long time. So I was very, very familiar with the area. The area that, that I picked is pretty much the only direction that the town, so it's a twin city. So it, it can only kind of grow really in one direction, which is south in that in this instance. And so this is kind of really the, the furthest southern point of town. And so there's a there's a large grocery store that kind of anchors the area and a, a bunch of retail around it. And so I knew that, you know, there's a lot going on there that is definitely not done growing in that area. They're still building a lot of retail space. And, and to be honest, when I first started looking at this spot, the building wasn't even built. And so that that kind of turned me away in the beginning because there were some other locations that were already built, some new builds, but they were ready to go. And so I was really chomping at the bit to get going. But once I did some more research, there's so much that goes into it, too, as far as negotiating the lease and all that. And some of those things kind of played into it as well. I feel like I got a fairly good deal because I was one of the first, well, I was the first tenant it gave me a little bit of negotiating leverage, kind of knowing the, the area, knowing who my target market was, if you will, grocery stores or somewhere near there. There's a Starbucks maybe a block away, other little fitness. There's a Gold's Gym right next to me. So there's, there's a lot of action going along. You know, I'm not on necessarily like the big road, but I'm on one that intersects it. And so there's just a lot of people that drive. And, and the other thing is they don't drive by real fast. You know, they're driving, I think the speed limit's about 30 miles an hour. And so I think that also kind of helps people kind of stop and actually see whatever your marketing might be as far as your signage and that sort of stuff. Yeah, such great points. And I, I think your level of understanding of the area was so key because you knew all of these things. You knew the, the direction of growth. You knew that the underlying dentist to population ratio was already good. But then you're thinking about the intangibles, which is a great thing to think about. You mentioned, you know, these big companies, they know that that's a good location for their businesses. Well, then it must be good for you, right? If there's growth, if there's growth in that area from big box stores, well, that's something we can usually assume means that they're confident in the, the growth of the area and the success going forward versus seeing, you know, empty buildings for lease signs all over the place. So super good insight from you to now see the growth that you're having. Do you know how many cars pass by per day or did you have a number when you when you looked at that building? To be honest with you, I don't have that offhand. They do if so when you go obviously I'm sure Matt you look at this whenever you're helping your clients, but you know, <laughs> when whenever whenever you're looking so look about every, everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I used it's called LoopNet was was the commercial real estate website, I guess. It's kind of like realtor.com that I would look at commercial properties on. And usually they have that sort of information on there as far as, and then a lot of times they even have an income breakdown uh, as far as the radius is concerned from that particular location. And it kind of depends on the broker and, and the or property management. But a lot of times they have that. But to be honest, I don't have that offhand. And and I, I feel like it's probably been increasing lately over the last, gosh, I think it's been about... I don't know, a year since I've, or more, I think, since I've signed the lease on that place, just because it's grown even in just in the past year or so. That's awesome. 
So you knew that there was potential. You're looking at LoopNet. You're looking for locations. Was it the was it the quality of the location that led you to say, you know, I'm going to do a startup instead of trying to buy a practice? Or what went into that decision? Because I know I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are are thinking about that type of decision, or they have already made it. Uh, and that's a that's a really good question. In all honesty, so my goal when I got out of dental school, I already had a job lined up and that was the practice that I had worked at as an associate for 10 years. I ended up having some just life circumstances happen where, you know, I became a single dad and different things. So I didn't, well, I, I put off purchasing that practice until a couple years ago. And when I went to try and purchase that practice, it just didn't pan out. And so that really kind of left me with I knew that I wanted to stay in the College Station area, and it just so happened that I didn't have a non-compete. There wasn't any practices that I saw that had everything that I would look for in a practice. And so I really just kind of took the leap as far as doing a startup. And, and to be honest, I never, I never would have seen myself doing that. And then now in retrospect, I think it's it's undoubtedly the best thing that I've ever done. So uh, super excited that I made that decision. I would agree. I mean, we just had we just talked on the phone before this and talking about the quote unquote problems that you've got and or the the solutions that you need to create. And they're they're not really problems, right? They're they're great problems to have. And trying to figure out how do I fit in all these new patients? How do I grow my team? How do I keep everybody keep everybody happy? Keep myself sane? I mean, these are these are problems that you didn't think you were probably didn't think you were going to have when you started your practice. No, you know, that's the thing about when you think about startup versus acquiring an existing practice, you know, when you acquire, you're getting, you know, a pretty good idea of what things are going to look like probably from the day that you start, really. Some things can change, you know, patients can decide to go see another doctor or staff can turn over and things like that. But with a startup, that was pretty nerve wracking to me to, to really have no idea. You know, I knew I had some good things going, but I mean, there's, there's no track record or anything like that. And, you know, me being an associate for a good while, you know, I, I was used to doing a pretty good amount of dentistry. And so I knew it was going to be likely quite different from what I was used to. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a um, huge blessing to be dealing with quote unquote problems, you know, as far as learning how to handle growth and learning to be a, a leader and, and when to hire and how to train and all those sorts of things. But, you know, those are the things that I really look, was looking forward to the most when I took this step. So it's been exciting. I remember being in your shoes and obviously working together and working with other people in startups. Like it's such an exciting time. You feel like you're drinking from a fire hose in a good way. If you're, if you're in your position where you've got, you know, these good problems that we we've discussed something we, we we touched about something that we touched on when we were together uh, a couple weeks ago that I would love for you to just kind of comment on was you were commenting on your mindset when it comes to this startup and not having any limiting beliefs as to what was possible and something that sticks out about you that I think is awesome is you just make things happen you don't have limiting beliefs or you've got minimal limiting beliefs as to what's possible and when I say that I mean Anybody who's listening to this, who's trying to grow their practice, we're always looking for different ways to do that, whether it be through different avenues of marketing, both internal and external. There's so many different ways to do it. But you, in your startup, you just, you made it happen. You said, 
this is my community. I know this community well. And so I'm going to bet on myself and put my practice right here. You said, you know, I'm going to put my name out there. I'm going to go live on Facebook. I'm going to boost that to my followers. I'm going to encourage people to refer their friends and family and set up those systems in my practice. No marketing firm would have done that for you. You're just a guy who has this mindset of, I make stuff happen. And here you are doing the kind of the dirty work to grow your practice. How do you feel like your your mindset has affected the the growth of your practice to this point? That's a great question. And, and I think there's so much that goes into it. I think mindset is probably almost everything when it comes to the growth. To go back a little bit, that's really honestly what resonated with me when it came to TLP. I had already made the decision to get into practice ownership. I'm not sure if I was at the point where I knew I was going to do a startup. I think I was pretty close, but somehow I think, I think, I honestly think it was one of my potential lenders at the time sent me a link to TLP podcast. And it just so happened that I decided to listen to it. And it was probably a podcast a lot like this. And I was like, okay, because I knew or I was starting to become aware that I had believed some things that weren't really true in the past that some colleagues and some other dentists have led me to believe. So I think that actually TLP did a lot for me as far as opening my eyes to see, hey, you know, this is actually possible. You you can do this, whether it be just from a production standpoint or, hey, you don't have to work six days a week. It just really started resonating with kind of why I became a dentist. And, and then the other thing that, you know, was really cool is I had gone back, Matt, and probably listened to your, the podcast where I think it was Justin interviewed you. And because you were like one of the only startups. And, and of course I was like, okay, I got to listen to this guy because you know, I need to figure out what he did. When I found out that you were going to be a coach, I mean, I, I don't know if I was the first person to email you, but it had been pretty close. Cause I mean, I, I was, I was on it because I'm married. I've got kids. There was a ton of pressure as far as I did not have any room to mess it up. The TLP philosophy really resonated with me. And then being able to, I know, you know, I wasn't able to um, bring you on board from the very beginning, but it, at least it was early enough. And that really also gave me a lot of confidence being able to talk to you and say, hey, Matt, you know, I'm thinking about doing this and you might say, yeah, I don't know. I think you might should do it a little, you know, or don't do that or do it a little bit different this way. Or like, hey, that's a great idea. You mm -hmm. need to do that, but do it like even more. For me, mindset was, you know, for one, I'd been wanting to be an owner of a dental practice for a long time. You know, I, I wasn't right out of school, decided to put it off. So it was kind of a now or never for me, really. And then I pretty much had put a lot of pressure on myself just because I had, you know, I had, well, I had a decent personal overhead too, just having a family and stuff like that. Just the confidence being able to talk to you really made a difference for me as far as what I did, when I did it. Obviously it's worked out fairly well for me so far. Jay, that's, that's awesome. And yes, you were, I don't know if you were the first person who reached out to me specific. I think you definitely were the first uh, about startups. It was darn near close. You were ready to roll and I loved it. And looking looking back on the past year of what you've been able to accomplish and kind of where we've grown as a group as, as TLP is concerned, 
I'm so impressed with you, honestly. Like you're clearly a lifelong learner. You're an engaged person. You're an enthusiastic person. And I've told you this, honestly, like the way that you're speaking to me, even like if I were your patient, I would be like psyched for you to be my dentist. You're down to earth, but like, no, I mean it. Like you're down to earth. You have, you have a passion in every word that you put out. And I think that's like a lesson I learned from every client now that I've worked with, you know, over the past year, which is, has been just going fantastically. But I learned, I learned from every client. And what I've learned from you is like, you bring energy every day to every interaction. And I like, I honestly look up to that. Sometimes I think in my practice when I'm like, eh, just not feeling it today. I'm like, what would Jay be doing? No joke. I've thought before, no joke, man. And it's, and it's awesome. So I think like that growth mindset that you have, you know, you're constantly growing, you know, you don't know everything that has made our relationship great because we're able to communicate honestly about what blind spots you may have and be able to cover each other in that way. And I think on the flip side of that, having a limited mindset of what's truly possible. I mean, we don't have to get into the numbers and the specifics of your practice, but like this has the potential to, to change your life. It already has. You deserve all the credit for that. And I know that most people who are, who are listening probably fall into that first bucket of having a growth mindset versus a limited mindset, which is, which is awesome. It's so important. And it, it's, it might be cliche to, to talk about mindset. Like obviously a mindset isn't going to solve a bad location for your practice or some other issues, but it's so huge. From a TLP perspective, I know we got to get together because, you know, all of us were down in Houston having our partner retreat a few weeks ago. It's been pretty neat to see all of our different practices and all those different perspectives benefiting the people that we that we work with. Like I mentioned, I, I'd like to think I have the growth mindset like you where I'm constantly growing. I don't know the solutions to everything. And I think that makes us a better coaches as a as a group. It's been really cool to to bounce ideas off of each other and to cover each other's blind spots. Like you probably, if you're listening, and Jay, you probably listened to Derek and I a while back debating the merits and the pros and cons of startups versus acquisitions. That's the process that you went through on your own, but maybe there's, there's different solutions for different people, but you knew yourself so well that you were able to come to this conclusion of, of what you wanted and you, and you did it. And I think that's just, it's just so cool. Well, I appreciate that. And I, and I, I definitely agree as far as the mindset, you know, I think if you do have that positive growth type mindset, I don't know that I'm sure you could do an acquisition or a startup and do very, very well, you know, cause you're going to hit obstacles, probably big ones or seemingly big ones, regardless whether it's a startup. Cause even in my mind, and definitely I listened to that podcast cause I, I was very, very interested to hear what y'all had to say. Obviously I had already made my decision and there's so much that goes into it. Having that that mindset, I can think of, you know, a handful of, of things that could have really gotten me down or really concerned me or even scared me along the way. One of them even just, you know, in the last month, but just staying positive and knowing like, hey, you know, there there are other ways to do things, being willing to talk to say like you're having somebody to talk to to you, Matt just figuring out ways to fix problems. And, and the cool thing is once you do that, it continues to develop your confidence. I think it just makes your mindset even stronger. Yeah. Let's be honest. It takes two to tango in a coaching relationship like we've had in that we just had a call today. We talked about a million different things and what did we, we came up with together 
three things, three bullet points to focus on for the, for the next month for you. And I think that was so, that's so beneficial because you have all these thoughts running through your head. You, you're such a smart guy. You're thinking about growth. You're thinking about this and that. And we have three bullet points of things to work on. That's going to give you clarity. And I remember how that felt with me working with Justin and my coach and, and over my life, you get off that call and you're like, Ooh, okay, good. I feel some relief. I'm doing the right things. I know what I've got to do. I don't have to have the the worries and you know anxieties of all these other thoughts that are running through my head. So like I said, it takes it takes two. And you've been so awesome at that and that you you aren't afraid to voice concerns or be honest with yourself. And once again, that comes back to the gross mindset that we've talked about. But you just do such a good job with that, my friend. Now, the question that I want to ask for everyone to know to kind of wrap things up here is what's on your plate now? So you you are growing at a pace that most people, whether it's a startup or an acquisition, they're trying to grow, like you're growing at a pace that is unheard of for a lot of these practices. So what are you doing? How are you managing that? I've got a really good coach, actually. <laughs> I did not tell him to say this, by the way. That's, I appreciate it. Though, man. Uh, it helps. It really helps, though. You know, it's like you were saying about how all the things I've had in my mind, it does help to at least offload some of those thoughts to actually focus in on on what matters because you know i mean i'm sure most people listening to this are probably solo doctors when you don't have somebody to talk to and bounce ideas off of especially somebody that you trust or that's done it before or is doing it currently as far as growing a practice and and trying to better themselves and their business it's nice to be able to bounce things off and then help kind of focus things but you know, really just taking it day by day as far as growing and just trying to learn every day and gauge things and trying to know when to when to add a, another staff member or another operatory. The little office I have is it's only 2000 square feet. I've got six, six operatories. I started out with three that were ready to go with chairs and everything. And we should have a fourth ready this week or next just constantly trying to look into the future and see, hey, what's coming and, you know, how can we best handle that? And then also not only prepare myself and my office, but also prepare my team for what's coming, you know, and, and we we have morning huddles every morning, which we, we really right now just go over the, the schedule for the day and talk about how we can best treat each person that's coming in. And, you know, it's kind of crazy, too, because every person that comes in at least on hygiene now. I mean, everybody's a new patient. That's something that I'm not used to either. The amount of time and energy that that takes is a lot. I've had to learn to actually kind of slow down in order to handle everything correctly, if you will. You know, I'm I'm used to working at a certain pace. You know, I, the associateship I was at, you know, there's some days we had four hygiene and I was there by myself. So I was doing four hygiene checks every hour and then seeing all my patients. And so I was used to jumping around doing this and that. And, and, you know, when I first, the first week, you know, I started scheduling patients and my front desk, I <laughs> after the first day, you know, half the stuff wasn't even working yet as far as the, the software and all that. And I was <laughs> like, Hey, you know what, <laughs> let's just slow things down and then let's get good at what we need to be good at and then build it up from there. And that's really just kind of what we've been doing from the beginning. And it's just going to be an ongoing process until I don't know when. And and so that's pretty much where we're at. So it, it really is just kind of a day by day and doing my best to see into the future and then bouncing things off of you and getting your input as well. I think what you said there, something you said is really 
poignant. And I think it's something that could be beneficial to everybody listening to this. As you mentioned, you know, you've got thoughts about growth. You've got your grand vision, which we, that was one of the first things we did, right? What's your vision? Like, why are we doing this? What do we want? If we didn't do that, you'd be rudderless. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have direction in what you're doing. We talk about sometimes on the podcast or I do like, let's have an exit strategy. What's our plan for our life? So we established that. So you've got that grand vision, but what you're also doing is then you've came all the way back to the micro and said, okay, what do I do today? What do I do right now? And you're very present. And when you're doing that, and what that does is it cuts down on your brain running all these different directions. And a lot of the time, the stress and anxiety we feel as Dennis and as people is when we're not where our feet are. We're not present in this very moment. We're off time. So you're not off time. You're just like, all right, I'm going to today. And if I got to fix a printer, if that's my biggest thing this morning, like it's all good, right? If something else is going wrong or I've got my tasks that I know I need to do today to make progress towards my goals. So I think that's such a beneficial thing and mindset that you've just kind of nailed for anybody listening. It's just like, be where our feet are, have a plan, but then zoom back and be present in the very moment of where we're at, whether that be needing to train our team up or do the tough work in our practice. It's going to be different for everybody, but I think you've nailed it, honestly. So I don't want to take up too much of your time today. I know you got uh, nap times ending for the kiddos. If you had any parting thoughts for a doctor who's doing a startup in their practice currently that they've acquired, they're, they're trying to emulate some of what you've done. What advice might you have? You've done a, a good job of like talking me up quite a bit and all that. Honestly, a lot of me feels like, hey, look, if I can do it, I think most people can do it. I think a key for me, I know I've got I've got a ton of weaknesses. You know, you talked about mentioned like, hey, if the printer breaks or this breaks, it's not always on me because I think the one thing that I've also done a pretty good job of is surrounding myself with good people. Okay. And so one is, is I've been fortunate enough to have a good team as far as my staff is, is concerned, but also I've got some wonderful resources as far as you, Matt. It's so nice. Whenever I have a question, I know that you've already done the research on, hey, what's the best this? What's the best this? And I don't have to spend hours and hours researching <laughs> what CPA to use or what practice management software to use or what sensors to buy or this or that. I know that you've been through that. Surrounding yourself with a really good team and then just making a decision to take the leap, whether it's buying a practice or starting one or whatever it is, surrounding yourself with the right people, having the right mindset, being positive and treating your team and your patients exceptionally. I think that it is just such a blessing to be able to be in that position. And so I'm, I'm super excited that I finally made the decision. You know, I feel like it was a long time coming, but, um, but it's been, it's been really cool so far. Yeah. And it's never too late, never Agreed. too late to jump into something like you have. Yeah. That's so awesome. I, I am so pumped for this episode to come out because there, you just gave so many nuggets in like a half an hour that I think are going to be awesome for people. And who knows, maybe we'll be, uh, we'll be talking to you again on the pod soon to, to check in on how you're doing. So Jay, thanks for the kind words too. You should take all the credit. You're, you're an amazing guy and amazing dentist. And I, I'm so happy for your success. So thanks so much for, for doing this today. You bet. Appreciate it, Matt.
Quicker than your average. Quicker than your average. 